Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Proactive Eye with your host, Elegant Granny. On this episode, we're going to dedicate it to getting involved in your community. I'm going to be speaking to you about some of the benefits, some reasons why, some ways to get involved, and we're just going to have a good time talking about all those things. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and so getting involved in your community is very important. You're able to, and this is going back to some of the benefits, raising your level of awareness. That's one of them. Raising your level of awareness is important because it happens more commonly than you realize. Um, uh, you, you never realize how often it happens until it happens to someone that you really know, whether it's someone in your family or someone that you know of via work, church, some organization that you're already involved in, or just someone um, who's in a relationship with someone else that you know. You may not know them personally, but you know of them. Another benefit is it raises your level of alertness. And your alertness it becomes, you become more alert when you become more involved in your community because you begin to understand some of the signs and the symptoms of when these things are happening or have happened. The last benefit I want to talk about is it helps you to be more comfortable when it comes to helping survivors and victims of abuse. And this is some something that I've learned how to do as I became more involved in my community. And I wanted to share that fact with you. Now, some of the reasons are this. I'm just going to share just a little bit of numbers. According to the um, National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, 29 19 stats are one in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner sexual contact, and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury, fearfulness, PTSD, use of victim services, contraction of STDs, and a host of other things. These numbers are very upsetting because those are very high numbers. One in four women and one in nine men experiencing these, that is high. And then there's another number that says 15 to 20% children experience being exposed to this in their home, which is very upsetting because not all children, but a lot of children grow up and repeat these same patterns. Some ways to get involved in your community is my favorite one is your local YWCA, the Young Women's Christian Association. They have programs where you can become a volunteer and they teach you with different in-services on how to um, sort of put your hand to the plow, as the old folks used to say around me, and get involved and helping um, people who have been abused. They give you different classes. They offer different classes. And these classes and in-services are free. You don't have to pay for them. And you begin, even if you don't become a volunteer after the classes, at least you now have information that you can assist and support those that you love and those are who are closer to you in your neighborhood and in your community. 
Another way of getting involved is becoming a mentor um, in the boy, in the Girl Scouts um, community. You can help, you know, with those. And the reason why I'm mentioning these, um, because of the 15 to 20 percent of children who are exposed to intimate partners uh, abuse in their homes, these children need to speak out. A lot of times um, children are made aware that they cannot speak out and these children become distraught very mentally of what's going on because they're not able to share anything. So sometimes just being a mentor helps because they get to express themselves in a more positive venue than repeating some of these things as they become teenagers. So you can get involved in Boy and Girl Scouts. You can also go to the local Boy and Girls Club, see how you can um, volunteer and and help there. You can become a tutor. Youth development in your churches and other organizations in your community. There are different things that you can do. Now, the last thing I want to talk about how to get involved is something that occurred a lot more when I was growing up, and that is rap sessions with the elders in your community. A lot of times um, as we were going and we would go to our friends' homes when we were growing up to play with them and some of their grandparents' homes, the elders at some point after playing for so long the elders would get us together and they would serve us drinks so we can get refreshed and they would sit us down and they would have what was called a rap session and they would get you know us together and we would talk about our day talk about our week you would get so comfortable talking to them especially whoever the eldest one was in the home and you would open up more you were more open to sharing what was going on and it didn't have a negative effect on you because the community back then was so involved in what was going on in their neighborhood that a lot of times a lot of things came to a halt or they got better. And a lot of times until the parent was able to get themselves free or um, things straightened out in the home, that elder would have the children to come to stay with them. So the children wouldn't be so exposed to what was going on. And that actually helped me a lot when I was growing up. I didn't um, get to experience so much that other children experienced because, first of all, I had a very large family. I'm the eldest of 20 grandchildren. So my grandparents, we stayed with them a lot. And so that helped so much. When I said it helps so much, it helps so much because my mind was able to gravitate more towards positive things that were going on other than what was going on at home. Those are some ways that I wanted to express to you, and it's just a few to get involved in your community, some of the reasons why and some of the benefits. Last Thursday, I attended a couple of events in my community that also helps you get involved. The first thing I attended was it was a um, a luncheon hosted by the YWCA, and the topic was on intersections of violence for the media. 
And it was talking about getting the media to um, expose more of facts of um, not just exposing that it actually happened, but also discuss different ways of getting involved in the community. And um, it was very informal, you know, not informal, but it was very um, informative is the word I'm looking for. It was very informative. And it talked about, we discussed normalizing and desensitizing things of this nature in the public's eyes. And something that I didn't know that teens in our community, teens now can get a protective order without, um, without an adult. They can do that now. Um, so that was very enlightening to find that out. I'm so glad that they're able to do that now because a lot of times, um, teens, if they don't have anyone that they can talk to or turn to, they don't want you to know anything. So I'm so glad that um, they're able to do that. Now, what the actual number is of the age of the teen that can, um, you know, that they're able to do that. I haven't found that out, but I will. And I'll get back to you as soon as I find out. And if you want to find more on what I learned, you, I will um, include the link to the website to where um, you can click on and you can find out other things that I learned from that luncheon. Also, that same evening, I attended a vigil hosted by the Mega Chi Alpha, Mega Alpha Cheese, something like that. It's a local chapter in my community at the University of Lynchburg. And I went to that. It was a vigil that they have honoring the victims and survivors of abuse. And I was so proud of all of the students who got up and shared their story. And they also opened the floor for people in the community. Now, I didn't share my story. I was busy listening and honing in on others who were sharing their stories. And I learned some other valuable things while I was there. And if you want to find out where some of those things are, be sure to click on the link to the website in the description and you can find that there. This has been Elegant Granny, your host for Proactive Eye. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about the numbers. I'm going to come back and give you some numbers on how often that domestic violence occurs. And I'm just going to come back and give you a lot of clickable links where you can download the stats and see for yourself. And we're going to discuss those. This podcast now can also not only be heard on Anchor, but also on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. This has been Elegant Granny, your host for Proactive Eye. Thank you for support, supporting the um, podcast, and I'll see you next time. And until then, remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much.